0: This episode of Stories of an Extraordinary Industry is brought to you by Densdeck Roofboards. To learn more, go to densdeck.com slash stop callbacks. Welcome to Stories of an Extraordinary Industry Podcast, a production of the National Roofing Contractors Association. I am your host, Jared Ribble. This podcast is all about telling stories that would make you proud of the great things being done in the roofing industry, and that you might learn something along the way. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you like what you hear, give the podcast a thumbs up and a rating in whatever podcast platform you are listening to. Every year, the Roofing Alliance gives out MVP awards that celebrate workers who are outstanding employees within their companies. They are great roofers, yes, but they are recognized with this award for their performance outside the workplace as well. There are two categories you can be considered for, outstanding performance and leadership, and the second for outstanding community involvement. But there's one award given each year for the person who encompasses both of these categories, leadership and community involvement, aptly named the Best of the Best Award. Let's travel to Florida to meet the man who is this year's Best of the Best Award winner.
1: Hi, I'm Terry Tilson. I work for Advance Roofing, Lauderdale, Florida. I'm a construction manager. I run crews and uh, basically do work all over South Florida.
0: Roofing was not something on Terry's radar early in life. The fact that he made a lifelong career in this industry would have surprised him back in the late
1: 70s. At the time, uh, basically, uh, I was working in a gas station, full-service gas station. Roofing was started out at $5 an hour, and uh, that was more than I was making there, so that's how I got into roofing. I started roofing in Omaha, Nebraska with D.C. Taylor back in nineteen, 1978, 79, right in that area. And I was asked to go out to Chicago and help open up the division in Chicago with D.C. Taylor. Went out there, worked with them for about five years. And then I went to work for Midland Engineering out of South Bend, Indiana. They had a uh, office. They set up an office in Chicago, so I stayed with them for a while. And then I ended up with Clark Roofing in Chicago for about 17 years and worked for CSR by Roofing and then um, moved down to Florida for the last, going on 18 years, kind of, kind of moved around a little bit, but it was worth it, no regrets whatsoever. It's been a great, great career.
0: Terry has been with his childhood sweetheart, Robin, since he was a teenager. She has been with him for his entire career journey, and her enthusiasm for her husband is quite contagious.
2: I was 14 and Terry was 17. We've been together since 1975. We got married in 1979, and we've, we've been together ever since. <laughs> we grew up together. <laughs>
0: Robin remembers those early days of Terry's roofing career.
2: I remember him being gone a lot because he traveled at the time. He wrote a lot of letters to me <laughs> telling me about his days. And I was still in high school, actually, when he was was started roofing. So, but he was, he enjoyed it. He enjoyed work, working outside. So he got the opportunity, we moved to Chicago um, when he got the opportunity with the uh, DC Taylor to come there and become a foreman there. We moved two days after we got married. We moved to Chicago and started something all totally different. Again, he was he was traveling a bit, but he really enjoyed um the working with the people. He 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 loved working with the guys and he'd always got along well with all the crews and the people within the company. But it it was just a transition from one company to the next and and every, each each one i in my mind it got a little better for him and he people started to appreciate um what he could bring to the table and he felt like he was gaining more and more knowledge and he, he just did, always enjoyed uh working you know, with the people and outside. And he was gone still a lot. Um, a lot of the work he did while we were in Chicago was in Chicago, but a couple of the companies were outside. So he did a little more traveling. It was hard to have him traveling when we had young kids at the time and it was hard, but uh, you know, that it, it's just been something he's just enjoyed. He was made to do it and, and luckily found you know, stumbled upon what his calling was.
1: I like working with uh, different people, seeing them learn, grow in the business. Uh, I also like uh, the fact that I'm not stuck at one place all the time. Get to go out to different roofs in all different areas wherever I've been working at. Uh, Chicago is great because I got to do a lot of high rises downtown Chicago. But then again, we moved out did a lot of factories. Uh, same thing down here. We do a lot of high rises, and uh, it's just great for me to be able to move around, not get stuck, a, you know, in a room all day long. Uh, but I also enjoy uh, working with different people, and uh, you know, just making friends as you go and helping them help a lot of the younger guys learn roofing. Yes, Terry loves
0: training the next generation.
2: He loves showing what he knows and what thinks there's everybody can do this. I did it. Everyone else can do this. And you just need to be, you know, shown the way to do it and, and spoken to and taught in a way that they they appreciate or, you know, that takes the time to do that. He likes um, working with the Boys and Girls Club. He's always been involved, you know, loved working with the kids anyway and and things like that, even all through um, when our kids were young and doing the things with them. but. Um, it, that's really what he'd like to focus on because he knows he's had a couple people that he's worked with throughout the years that they started coming in with not a lot of experience in it. And he's taken the time to, um, you know, mentor people and, and you know, when they have questions and um, answer them to um, instruct them in a way that they don't feel like you're talking down to them, but, you know, give them the knowledge and, and that's what he's enjoyed doing. He's 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 got a very good temperament for that. And a lot of people would be surprised to hear that <laughs> because a lot, not surprised at his temperament, but to he's such a big guy and they think he's all this tough thing, but he's not. <laughs> not in the least bit.
1: In all the phases, construction, not only roofing, uh, shortage of people that want to actually get out and work. Uh, let them on a lot of them want to be in the computer, you know, air conditioned uh, rooms and stuff. And, uh, but uh, the whole idea of trying to train and keep the workforce is you got a lot of people, you know, need the job and it's a good, you know, it's a good paying job. You know, you learn, uh, we like, you know, I, I, I used to teach the apprenticeship program um, here and in Chicago, but uh, it's, you got to train within we like to advance roofing. We like to bring all our guys up. We move them up from laborers to apprentices, then we move them up to journeymen and foremen, and uh, hopefully construction managers. We have a couple that's moved up to construction managers. Uh, so we like to promote from in, and that's the only way to do that is to train. And training doesn't stop just because you got one guy trained. It, it's a continuous cycle that you you got to keep doing. Uh, it's something that. I think across the board and construction, everybody does that. I hope they do it because uh, that's the only way we're going to get new people in uh, to take over for one of those old guys move out. We get guys, you know, coming from other companies that don't have training um, and they're coming over to Advance roofing because we actually, you know, we, we look out for our guys, we take care of them and we train and the only way to get anywhere, really, in roofing is you got to
3: learn. So we, we, you know, they come to work; they want to work for us
1: because we sit and train them. It never stops; it's daily training, nonstop. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a based on one if they want to be in it, and if they want to, you know, advance their career. It's a it's actually a faster pace than learning on your own out on the roof. Uh, you get pay raises more you know, by going to class. So it's, I mean, it's a good deal. I mean, it's uh, all the way around. I mean, if you want to come into roofing as a career, this is the way to go. Some days I'm his boss. Some days he's my boss. (laughs) It depends. He's not somebody you want to uh, get on the wrong side of. He's a little bigger than me, a lot stronger than me, smarter than me. So I don't challenge him. But yes, he, he, he reports to me.
0: That's David Batosh, Terry's boss and vice president of construction at Advanced Roofing in South Florida.
1: After work, he would teach the apprenticeship program one night a week and really enjoyed having the uh, apprentices guys in his classroom, being able to pass on that travel knowledge and experiences that he had, he, you know, he could, again, the guys were captivated by the stories of what he did in his career and, and situations that he came across. But being able to explain to them and teach them and watching them grow was um was was really, I I think he really enjoyed that part. He
2: kind of wants to transition into helping new people come up and somebody to take his place. And he wants somebody else to feel like he felt doing roofing, you know, be able to get the enjoyment out of it that he did and the satisfaction and, you know, make a career out of it.
0: Remember the best of the best award is not just given to someone who excels within their company, which Terry most certainly does. It is also given to someone who gives back outside their community. When we come back, we will discover just what this means for Terry Tilson and hear from the owner of Advanced Roofing himself. Your roof job from six months ago is calling and it's probably not to say thank you. Remember when they said a cover board didn't matter? That's because building owners don't always think about the battering their rooftops may take over a lifetime. DensDeck Roofboards help protect against routine foot traffic, future installs like solar panels or HVAC, catastrophic weather events, and fire. Make sure DensDeck Roofboard doesn't get value engineered out of your next job. You'll strengthen your rooftops and your client relationships. Visit densdeck.com slash stop callbacks for more information. You enjoy roofing podcasts, so I want to introduce you to my friend, John Esbenshade. He is the host of a podcast I love called Growing America's Roofing Workforce. John, tell us about this important podcast. Hey, Jared, Growing America's Roofing Workforce is all about answering this one simple question. What can we all do to help grow the roofing industry's future workforce? I bring an expert guest to discuss different ways to help recruit, train, and retain future members of the roofing industry. It's a fun and engaging conversation all about finding solutions to the roofing industry's greatest problem, finding and recruiting great talent. Listen and subscribe to Growing America's Roofing Workforce podcast. You will be glad you did. We have been talking with Terry Tilson of Advanced Roofing in South Florida. Terry is this year's best of the best winner, and we have been exploring all the things that make Terry truly the best at what he does. We've heard from his wife, Robin, and his boss, David Betosh. In fact, David is the one who helped inspire and give an avenue for Terry to start some of his most important philanthropic work through the Boys and Girls Club. He believes this is a good example of the exposure we should be giving all kids to the trades.
1: Well, the Boys and Girls Club is uh, when I came to work for Advance. Uh, David Padosh was my boss and uh, he wanted to know if I wanted to volunteer. I said yes. It sounded like a good idea. And then once I got over there, and you start seeing uh, the groups of kids, they have a like career day. And you get the groups from different Boys and Girls Clubs across you know South Florida. They come together in one day as a group and we show them how to actually do roofing, uh, different parts of roofing that they can do and do a hands-on. And I mean, you see the, you know, young kids, you know, I had young kids and you can see it in their eyes, you know, the ones that really like doing stuff with their hands and you all see the ones that don't want to anything to do with it, you know? But it's good that they come and they they get a chance to look at all because you know you have not only roofing, there's uh, electricians, plumbers, carpenters uh, to show them different trades that these kids you know a lot of them probably not going to be able to go to college, but they could come in as you know they move into construction trade and and make good money, you know probably more than that probably make if they went to college you know in their career once it gets going. so it gives them an opportunity to do. Uh, One, do things hands on because everybody, every station they go to, they get a chance to do whatever, you know, plumbing, roofing, whatever. They get a chance to do some hands on stuff. Uh, But it's good to see young kids, you know, take an interest uh, not only to roofing, but other things. And hopefully they're not. You know, just like a dead end. What am I going to do with my life, you know? Especially if they can't go to college, if they can't afford it.
0: Rob Cornarens president, CEO, and founder of Advanced Roofing, tells us about the philanthropic work their company does
3: that every year the boys and girls coming out on a saturday we set up tents we bring out generators robots we teach them how to weld how to had a to torch um and just you know and i go out and greet everybody and i love meeting the kids and seeing their enthusiastic uh you know you know interest in in an industry and you have to get these kids interested because it just roofing doesn't sound sexy but you know they think about maybe hot tar kettles or when they get a little you know heat welder in their hand and they're able to flash a curb and they're like wow i did that it's it's cool and terry's got all the patience in the world with the kids and um you know we do habitat for humanity builds and we actually have uh, we lost unfortunately uh, an employee to a horrific uh, accident um day before thanksgiving last year and uh, it was um it wasn't our fault uh, someone ran off the road and and hit him and we lost him he was a 15-year employee that was getting ready to retire and um, this weekend we're actually with abc cares we're going to go paint the house you know the company and terry will be there and you know i'll be there and we we actually put a new roof on it for the for the widow and um, you know it's just When you give back, you've been successful and give back is nothing better in life than to be able to do it and have the means to do it.
0: Terry epitomizes all the traits advanced roofing longs to have in an employee. And these traits were recognized this year by Terry being awarded the highest award you can receive in the roofing industry. While everyone in his circle knew he was nominated, they were all quite surprised when his name was called as the winner.
2: No, I didn't know he was going to win. I, you know was really hopeful because (laughs) to me he was very deserving of this um had no idea and in fact during during this the the awards and the other awards that were given out first I thought oh well he didn't win but it's okay these people are deserving to and then when I heard there was another one I was like wait a minute (laughs) and maybe it would be him and and I was, I was just, uh, I mean, I cried <laughs> just because I just, I can't wait for him to end his career, that what he did mattered and that he's, his hard work paid off and people appreciated it. And also while we were there, um, he ran into people from other companies that he'd worked with in Chicago and they were so excited for him and happy for him and it, it just really meant a lot to him and i i thought it was just a a great night
3: you know we knew he was a finalist but we never you know they don't tell you until that night and you know i went out i usually don't go to all the shows I go to some but it being going out so many years um and i was just coming off the nrca board um so i had a board meeting out there so i went out and made sure that i was stayed for the dinner and the award so it was it was a fun night because we really didn't know and they brought up everybody one at a time and you know described and really some great candidates who were finalists and then everybody sat down and so we thought it was over And then they came back up to the mic. Okay, now we're going to announce the finalists. You know, so it was kind of a funny, uh, funny uh, night. And then uh, they announced Terry and his wife, and uh, we all jumped up and screamed and hugged each other. So it was a special night. uh, And she was she she actually was in tears. So it was it was good.
1: Just to be nominated to me was an honor. Just to be up there. I mean, it didn't matter if I won or not. Uh, I was actually the last one to go up and get the. Award for being nominated, I guess, because my last name is Tilson. So I guess it was the last one, right? So, and I'm walking back, sitting down, and everybody thought it was over with. And then, then they started, they came up with the best of best and they started the video that they had. And it was like, oh my God, <laughs> I won. So, but when you win, it was even, you know, first of all, you're kind of like a little bit shock, you know, and, uh, but it was a great honor. I mean, it kind of, uh, caps off my career, but Terry, he's
0: not done yet.
1: Uh, I'm still going strong and uh, still love it. Uh, if I didn't love it, I'd have been gone. Uh, i have done something else. Uh, you always think about it when you're out there and 110 degrees out. You know, it's. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was uh, a great honor, and uh, uh, you know, it's got the plaque over here on my desk right here. So, uh, it, but it's something to show guys that come in your office you know it's something to show you know this is this is something you could work for this is probably one of the best honors you could probably get in roofing uh my my advice basically is you you gotta you gotta want to work and you're gonna have to work hard but you can go as far as you want to go we got the opportunities to train everybody all you got to do is want to Terry has not accomplished
0: all of this on his own. He has been made into the roofer he is by all the people who have invested in him and worked with him over these four decades.
3: Uh, you know, I want to thank the uh, the Alliance uh, for doing this every year. I think it's something that you know should continue. And, um, you know, and I think Terry will say, and I'll tell you it's, this is a team award because uh, if you don't have everything from you know, person at the front desk answering the phones properly and then taking the RFP correctly and then estimating and, you know, doing the work and collecting the money so you can do it again. But we'll, Terry will tell you, I'll tell you, it's a, it's a whole team. It's a, It takes a village. And uh, so we're just grateful that Terry was awarded this and part of our team. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everybody uh, from all the companies I work for. You keep learning,
1: you're always going to get better.
0: Terry, your company, your family, and NRCA is proud of you and all you have accomplished. Thank you for all you have done to elevate the roofing industry. You are an extraordinary roofer. And thank you Robin Tilson, Rob Cornerens, and David Betosh for lending your voices to this awesome story. And we could not produce this episode without the help of our sponsor, Densdeck. Go to densdeck.com slash stop callbacks to learn all about how Densdeck roofboards help protect against routine foot traffic, future installs, catastrophic weather events, and fire. And don't forget about John Shades podcast, Growing America's Roofing Workforce, helping roofing companies attract and retain roofing talent. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone you know needs to hear it and give it a rating in whatever podcast platform you are listening. This episode was written and produced for the National Roofing Contractors Association by Crystal Ribble and Advantage Music Production. I am your host, Jared Ribble, and as always, be well, be safe, and be proud of this great industry.